What's the purpose of the Changemaker program? What does sustainability mean for a company like Shipstead? And can the other employees contribute to the program in any way? This week's guests are Marcus Alberg, Head of Sustainable Business Development at Shipstead, and Annette Kalberg, Marketplace Director at Blocket and former participant in the Changemaker program. Annette or Marcus, welcome to Shipstead Talks. Thanks a lot. So what does the sustainability mean for a company like Shipstead, Marcus? First of all, it's, it's very important to uh, talk about and explain what, what sustainability is because it's, it's often a misunderstanding of, of what it means. When we're talking about sustainability, we're talking about environmental impact, we're talking about societal impact, and we're talking about economic impact. And this is very important when we're talking about sustainability at Shipstead because Shipstead is not a heavy emitter of CO2 emissions, greenhouse gases. We are a family of digital consumer brands, and mm. that is important to understand that our impact comes through our services, and it comes through how we can enable and empower people to make choices or live their lives. Yeah. And this analysis is based on an outside-in analysis, understanding what is our impact on the society, uh, environment, and the economy, and also what's the expectation from our stakeholders. Yeah. So based on that, we have identified topics that is most important. As I said, it's through our products that we have our greatest impact. But of course, there are also other internal topics that is important, like minimizing our emissions in line with the Paris Agreement, ensure that we are a fair and transparent employer, uh, also uh, that we are marketing ourselves in a responsible way and so on. So it's a broad perspective, but important to understand when we're talking about sustainability at Chipstead. Yeah. And you're also head of this Change Makers program. How long has that been around and what's the purpose? Uh, we started uh, two years ago. So yeah. uh, 2000, uh, 2020, we started up this program uh, with a purpose to take out uh, sustainability to all the organization and engage people around this topic. It's a lot of engagement related to sustainability at Chibstead and as it is everywhere. Yeah. But the purpose of the program is to... Use the engagement, but address it and try to take the strategic approach of sustainability and understand sustainability from a business perspective. Mm. And take the resources that know most about Shibstead and our brands and give them a, a pair of sustainability glasses and a sustainability perspective in their daily work. So the purpose is to give knowledge, work across borders in all our Nordic countries and, and let people to get to know each other, but adding the sustainability perspective to them and to the organization through the program. And Annette, you were a participant last year in the program, right? How, how does the program work? It all started off with us enrolling in a Cambridge uh, course within sustainability management. Mm. So it was really about learning that sustainability is not something you do on the side, but it's really part of the business strategy. Yeah. And that course also gave all the participants like a common ground to stand on, yeah. to be able to collaborate then for the rest of the year on these different uh, topics. Mm. So we were divided into groups of, I think, three to five people. So we were working on, on, on different topics, everything from um, finding new business opportunities within marketplaces, responsible marketing, and, and how we can be a more um, diverse group altogether. How much time does it take? I mean, you work in Blocket normally. How much time did the, the program take? 
So we were expected to put in around 10% of our working time. Um, sometimes it was uh, much more intense and uh, other times uh, it was a lower workload, uh, but altogether around 10%. And what's in it for the participants? Well, we learned a lot about sustainability, of course. In this um, uh, Cambridge course we took, we learned about uh, how companies um, can collaborate and um, and work within sustainability. And, and then we got to know a lot of people from across uh, Shipstead and the different companies and also new angles on sustainability. I mean, me coming from Locket, where sustainability is at our core, it was really interesting to learn about other companies and also understand the great interest of sustainability yeah. across the, the group. So Marcus, what's uh, Shipstead's expectations from the, the participants? I think it's very much about embracing and understanding sustainability and take the opportunity that this program is of adding on something new to, to what we're already doing today. Yeah. To build your own knowledge on a personal level, that is one of the first expectations. Then, of course, it is about this to understand what business, uh, what sustainability means in a business perspective. Mm. Go from understanding sustainability on a personal level and apply it on your business because that's two different things on how you need to prioritize what's important and so on. So being that and of course also being an ambassador for sustainability at Chipstead and sustainability in each of our brand because what we have done through the program and what we're doing is building an important knowledge on the topic that is crucial for, for our innovation and for our development of our, our companies going forward. How, how can you measure the outcome of the program? Is there a way to measure it? I think it's uh, one of the most crucial things uh, regarding sustainability because it's very easy to, to think about sustainability as doing good uh, yeah. or feeling good. But we really need to make sure and what we have aimed for in this program to have a very clear outcome, to have clear actions, to have clear targets, to have a next step to mm. take things further. Mm. But Sustainability is so broad, uh, it's a complex and it's a qualitative knowledge very yeah. much, not a quantitative knowledge. Of yeah. course, you can put up targets, you can put up KPIs. Yeah. But I think what we see now after one year, it's easy to see the results. I think one of the greatest results that I'm very proud of that we contributed with, with last year is that ships that now have intensed the work on diversity, inclusion and belonging and hired mm. a new person as a head of diversity, inclusion and belonging. Mm. And that's the result of a change maker project and the insights that came out of that. Mm. Mm. So I think that's a very clear one. But then we have organizations within ships that, that is now have target on their business agenda that is sustainability targets mm. which they are working uh, after and according to uh, during 2021 and i think adding the layers of sustainability i think that is the the cool things sometimes mm. the outcome is quantitative easy to measure but in some cases is is more qualitative mm. but what i see that we have inspired and we have put a lot of topics on the agenda which is driving sustainability in general as well and that if you were to pick up one thing the most important learning that you did from the program what would that be I would say the importance of creating business value through sustainability to make sure that um, it's part of uh, the business uh, core and not something on the side. Uh, otherwise, it won't make a difference. It will always be something that the management team will look upon almost like charity sort of. It has mm. to create business value. 
I think that's my main learning. Can the other employees at Chipset contribute to this program in any way? Yes, absolutely. Not directly into the program, but I think all, all employees play an important part as being stakeholders into the different projects and, mm. and contributing with all the great knowledge we have within sustainability. Because change makers can never have a great result of, of uh, we can never have a great outcome of the program if we're not involving the brands and all the people outside the program. It's the combination, it's the yeah. mix and the, the kind of engagement from, from all the other employees that is creating great result. Mm. So kind of a uh, passive support into this from a lot of, of people that is very important and crucial where we're putting together all the great knowledge that we already have, adding on sustainability through the change makers and together take the sustainability agenda to the, to the next level. So I think that's uh, important. We have 5,000 employees out there, great knowledge uh, and, and the interest and, and are curious about sustainability. So on a more personal note then, uh, I want to ask you both, uh, was this something special or someone special in the first place that inspired you to, to act on sustainability? I think on, on a personal level, for me, very much my grandparents are the one inspiring me and uh, make me think about sustainability. How so? I think they're coming from poor circumstances, living kind of a minimalist lifestyle, not based on what they saw on Instagram, but based on the circumstances where they were growing up, yeah. uh, go, growing up on the countryside, growing up as, as farmers. It's about understanding and live tight to nature, uh, take care of the resources you have. And I think that learning, it's its not impossible to, to live a life like that on the planet uh, like we're doing. Uh, but we have forgotten how to, how to prioritize that. Mm. And I think that is inspiring me a lot that it's a solution. Mm. Of course, we should not go back to the Stone Age mm. in how we're acting. But I think take inspiration from that. And I think yeah. that is kind of a hope, I think, and important to, to understand. Mm. Annette? What about you? Mm, I joined Chipset nine years ago. And, and before that, I worked in uh, the PR industry for, for eight years uh, mm. with really super commercial brands. And I think I just got sick of uh, just working towards selling more and more and not thinking. Like at that time, many companies were not really thinking about sustainability. Mm. Um, and uh, I really wanted to, to work for a company where sustainability was at the core of the business. So that's why I, um, uh, I started at Blocket in the first place. So outside of work then, what have you done recently to live a more sustainable life? Well, I think working at Blocket, I am really passionate about uh, secondhand uh, things. So at our house, we basically don't have anything. I had to buy a new desk now. I was looking at Blocket for a really long time from my home office, but they were just gone in a second. So I, I couldn't get hold of one. So I had to buy a new desk. Other than that, we don't have a lot of new things. So I really do think that uh, it's both looks nicer and we don't contribute to production of more stuff. And what about you, Marcus? Do you have a water toilet at the country house? Yeah, of course. And I think this is a very interesting question because this is uh, working with sustainability for almost eight, nine years. Most people think about sustainability when they're talking about me, what, what I do on a personal level. For me, yeah. that's, uh, 
totally different thing than I, what I do as a professional. I think you need to separate those two because it's uh, you would never ask a kind of a finance person or a salesperson how they are optimizing their budget or how they are trying to convince their friends in a way. Uh, I probably like. would ask that. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But I think from sustainability, it's so much connected to yeah. values and it's so much connected to political thinking mm. and, and all these. And so I, I really try to like kind of separate those it makes yeah. it easier uh, but, but now you have to answer the question absolutely but <laughs> I, I, I'm doing uh, try to do my best at home and it's hard uh, with two kids at home uh, but I'm uh, I'm a big fan I spend too much time on Blocket I spend too much time on Tradera by Can you second hand spend too much time on Blocket <laughs> no but if you ask my wife uh, I think she said but eat vegetarian and, and all those things but of course I drive a diesel car is that the most unsustainable behavior that you're most embarrassed about? No, I, there is a lot of things that I'm embarrassed about, but I f- think I'm a human. I think it's about balance. Yeah. No one will be 100% sustainable and I think that's important. Yeah. I enjoy a burger. I live in a heavily segregated area of Stockholm and I think no one can do a- anything, but I think everyone can do something and I think that is a very important thing when related to this. Otherwise, sustainability is just about sticks and no no carrots uh, and and opportunities. So I think that is very important. Yeah, But one good. other thing that I, I'm very you could kind of if you're asking me what what I feel ashamed from, I think how I lived my life ten years ago compared to the insights that I have now. How many times I have uh, traveled around the globe uh, with an airplane? Uh, how many and how I just uh, saw at consumption? I think that is very interesting to see that personal yeah. journey. And then I can think about, okay. So it's been a journey. Absolutely, absolutely. I think that is uh, for everyone. It needs to be a journey. It's not that you're waking up one day and then you realize. But I think I've never been black or white when it comes to sustainability because it's always gray zones. Nothing is right. Nothing is wrong. But you can try to be at least 51% sustainability. So Natnada Marcus has opened up by his diesel car. <laughs> Do you have something that you're embarrassed about? Well, on, on that theme, I um, I rode my electric bike here today. And I guess I could say that that is better than driving a diesel car. But on the other side, I mean, I really could use my muscle power not to contribute to producing those um, those batteries for, for yeah. bikes and also not having to exercise in the afternoon. So it always reminds me of this picture I saw of um, a gym and an escalator leading up to the gym entrance. Yeah. So in, in one sense, I think electric bikes are, um, are the same thing. Mm. Um, we could use our muscle power instead of batteries. Mm. But I can just comment. I think an interesting thing, I read research about this. What is the most efficient way to take you from point A to point B, mm. uh, considering that you're using a regular bike, not an e-bike? Mm. Uh, you're also consuming energy because you need to put in uh, the food in your mouth and run that. Mm. And then if you look into the energy scope and the full value chain of energy that it's needed, it turns out that that e-bikes are the most efficient way. Great, Marcus. I'm not embarrassed about anything that I live a perfectly sustainable life. So from this uh, micro, these personal questions to the much broader sort of macro question, do you think businesses and companies like Cipred, do they have the capability to make the sort of change that the world needs? 
when it comes to sustainability? Or shouldn't it, isn't it all down to the politics? Well, I definitely think we won't be able to make the change without the companies. Uh, that's for sure. I mean, in many senses, the commercial businesses put us where we are today in terms of pushing us towards lower prices and unsustainable production. So we won't be able to make it without the businesses. But of course, sometimes we need regulations to make it more costly and harder to be unsustainable and at the same time make it easier and and, and better to be sustainable. But companies that are at the forefront of this, making moves before we do the regulations, I think will be in a better position going forward where sustainability is a strong competitive advantage. Yeah, if you I want just, to add yeah, something? Yeah, I, I think it's very important. We're interesting here to also turn the question around. Could companies survive if they are not acting in a sustainable way? Because that's the main question. Will there be uh, any companies on a dead planet is uh, very often used. Uh, but I, I think address it from that. Societal change means new opportunities for companies and not addressing societal changes or environmental changes as an opportunity to find new business opportunities, then you as a company have misunderstood what sustainability is about because it's a change of society that we need to adapt on, like the digitalization. The digitalization have turned everything around and sustainability, we are just in the beginning how that will turn our society upside down. Therefore, companies need to do it for their own sake, not for the planet's sake. I, I spoke to a Swedish tech billionaire the other day who, who had this take on this that you can't um, hire smart people if you're not sustainable nowadays if you don't have a greater purpose or you're not you're not sustainable with your business idea it's impossible to get a smart 30 year old to work for you yeah, i mean what we have seen at blocket is definitely that sustainability is a super important uh, reason why they are working at blocket and also i think within ships that uh, we see the same thing happening so for sure, I definitely think sustainability will be an advantage also for hiring the, the right people. Marcus, what's the future for the Changemakers program? I think in the future, everyone needs to be a change maker. I think yeah. that's the first important thing related to the program, yeah. uh, that everyone needs to be it. But if it will be like we are having one program with, with 15 people every year, mm. it will take, uh, I don't know how many years uh, to make everyone a change maker. But I think find new ways, find new forms of adding the sustainability perspective in our daily operations. I think that is the future of the program. Then how we will do next year regarding the program and setting up, it's also related to our ambitions. How fast do we need to ensure that everyone have the sustainability perspective? And about the next year, when's the last date if I want to sign up? Uh, it's not uh, published yet. Uh, we will come back on that topic and how we will arrange the, the program. Great. Thank you so much for coming to Shipstead Talks. Thank you. Thanks a lot. This podcast was brought to you by Shipstead Employee Branding Team. My name is Hugo Rienberg and producer was Jens Back.